Welcome to the Honor Your Aura podcast, a podcast devoted to learning about, caring for, and empowering the energy within, with your host, Kema England. Welcome back, everyone, to the Honor Your Aura podcast. So today we're going to kick off a new special offering every month with the HYA podcast, which will be a crystal feature. So I know many of you know that a big part of my work, interest, offering um, pertains to crystals and their energy, offering others like you the opportunity to not only learn about but experience crystals and their energy. So very much how each of the episodes so far on the Honor Your Aura podcast have also given you the opportunity to experience the energy of a variety of different topics. The same way that we tap into, let's say, the energy of spirit in meditation or intellectually, as we've done in the past few episodes, In this episode, we're going to work with a crystal that pertains to that energy. So the crystal that we're going to feature today is a family of crystals known as Elestials. And personally, I love working with Elestial crystals. So let's dive right in. Elestial crystals, the name Elestial. Elestial comes from the word celestial. So in the past few Honor Your Aura episodes, we've been exploring the spiritual realm, spiritual communication, spiritual beings, what that means, how we access it, and the term celestial is directly referring to this higher vibrational spiritual realm. So Celestial is often in reference to the sky, to visible heavens like the sun, the moon, the stars, the celestial bodies. However, it's also talking about the non-physical, the energies that are existing, the spiritual energies that are existing, the spiritual realms that are existing in our reality all the time. But we just can't tangibly touch them or physically see them because they are radiating or residing in energetic frequencies that are higher and lighter density than ours here on earth, but we can communicate with them nonetheless. And one thing to also keep in mind is just because we refer to these beings as celestial or spiritual or when we're communicating with them, we often think that they're somewhere so much further than planet Earth, where we are sitting here in our physical reality. And truthfully, the energy is able to transfer across the whole universe at a rapid rate. And so these celestial beings the energies in celestial realms can be accessed by us specifically when working with crystals, specifically with celestial crystals by us allowing our frequency to actually 
move through time and space to other areas of our galactic universe. It also creates a portal of energy from galactic beings to communicate from where they are to us and even allows for those energies to become seemingly fully present around us because again those beings are able to actually move through time and space because they are not bound by physical density so it might take a little bit more for your logical mind to wrap itself around that many celestial beings have no form or can even change from certain densities seeming like they have a physical form to then actually dissolving their physical form and moving back into an unseen energy. For those of you that have begun to connect with spirit or had an experience even in the past Honor Your Aura episode during the meditation, you are likely getting to know the ways in which spirit or spiritual energy connects to you and communicates with you through your inner subtle senses. And those senses, as we've explored quite a bit throughout the episodes of Honor Your Aura, are that of inner feeling, inner listening, inner seeing, and inner sensing. And in reference to celestials in particular, I love to think about these inner senses and the way that they communicate with celestial crystals and the celestial realm as truly a light language. And so you can think of every celestial being or spiritual being as having their own unique light language and way in which you then as the receiver of that can perhaps translate its meaning. However, one of the things to keep in mind is when we are communicating with energy and spirit, it's not always about finding meaning, about bringing the mind into it, trying to put something concrete onto something that is just meant to be energetic or a spiritual exchange. We don't always have to analyze it or try to make it denser than it is and again that can be one of those challenges of the mind the logical mind to to navigate so what do i mean about each celestial being having its own language now this can be in terms of a group of beings having their own kind of distinct language but also remembering that celestial or spiritual is a really broad term and you know there's a multitude of different spiritual or celestial beings and even let's just say in the the group of angels each angel that you have and communicate with is going to have its own light language, the way that it communicates with you specifically, and the way that you come to know their unique vibrational energy. So for example, the way that Archangel Michael comes through for me might be in the 
inner visual of a, let's say, blue smoke and a very distinct inner energetic feeling. And for you, he might show up in a different way with different inner senses coming to life, different inner feelings, visions, maybe even sounds or particular messages. And his energy and frequency will be different than another archangel. And that will be different than, let's say, an extra dimensional being or an extraterrestrial being or an ancestor of yours. They all come through in different ways. And a lot of the time, it's not in a way that is physically concrete. Sometimes we do get these signs and messages, which are these beautiful gifts, but especially with the celestial crystals, what they help us with is becoming more deeply connected to and aware of this subtle energetic communication that is taking place. Now, this may be something that you have already begun to tap into and experience for yourself. What I find is that crystals are a really wonderful tool for strengthening this ability to detect, to sense, to communicate with the subtle energy I'm speaking of. So for example, the way that you feel with an amethyst crystal or an experience, an amethyst crystal's energy is likely different than a citrine crystal or a smoky quartz crystal. If you were to hold one in each hand, they would each be communicating their energy with you in a different way, right? An amethyst perhaps might give you a particular buzz or a particular feeling or a particular clarity or a color may come to life or a vibration in a certain area of your body. Whereas citrine might bring about a whole different energetic quality, a different inner feeling and different emphasis. So working with your crystals in this way can allow for those inner energetic muscles to build when you do feel ready to start to open these doorways to communication with the celestial realm. This also gives us a better context for the energy that comes through because we've built that foundational awareness with our crystal work and experiences. I'm touching upon this because work with really any crystal or experiences with any crystal are helping to strengthen your connection to these inner subtle senses or light language, even sound language, right? Energetic language. And they work with your mind to open you up to what is possible through your experience. And it creates a trust, an inner trust in this non-physical realm in unseen energies in that which you don't intellectually or logically know because it's so important to address that the main thing getting in the way of us communicating with 
spiritual beings, our own spirit, the celestial realm, celestial beings, is our beliefs. The beliefs that we hold about what is possible or what is, you know, quote unquote, real or really happening. So when we work with crystals, they're this physical object that we start to know and we start to trust and we start to open up and kind of bypass the needing to know of the mind and allow for the experience to speak for itself. And that's what can be trusted and then again serves us as that foundation when we want to explore these other higher realms and beings. Okay, so let's dive in to celestial crystals more specifically. So I know many of us are fascinated by learning about a crystal's metaphysical healing properties, the way in which the crystal is influencing our energy on a physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual level. Now, I think that this is wonderful because it opens our mind to potential and possibility of a of a crystal and what it brings through and perhaps can unlock some doors that we hadn't accessed prior to reading about it. But often what I find is that we read about a crystal's metaphysical healing properties and because the terminology used to describe the crystal is a little elusive, especially when it gets to the spiritual it can be really helpful to break it down a little bit. So celestial crystals are well known for being a companion during times of like quick transformation and growth, but also they are these instigators for transformation and growth. Now, celestials, the actual physical formation of an celestial crystal is actually radically fast. Alestials grow at a much faster frequency than most crystals, which is what causes that interesting skeletal coating that, and I say coating, C-O-D-E-I-N-G, on the face of the crystal. And often with alestials, things like water or... Um, other minerals get trapped inside the crystal because it grows so fast. Now, because that's its actual physical growth rate, it transfers into its energy. Now, let's just think about growth and transformation. And sometimes we'll read about a metaphysical property of a crystal and it says spiritual growth. And that's such a huge term and obviously can be applied in so many different ways. But let's just talk about spiritual growth. Spiritual growth is something we can never know prior to it's actually happening. So we might have an intuition that we're going through a time of spiritual growth or transformation yet we can't fully project into our future self as to what that's going to look like or how it's going to be made manifest because sometimes it's not going to be made manifest in a way that is physical. And it's only like one of the biggest gifts is that it's only through the actual experience of it and then perhaps upon reflection or an observation of how we can distinguish 
this difference that it can be made real. So no wonder it's elusive. But let's also think about what instigates spiritual growth. So we work with an celestial and we are, let's just say, approaching with that intention that we want to grow spiritually. So it's not, it's on one side, it is, okay, I'm going to work with this crystal and begin to connect to these aspects of my spirit, spiritual energy, spiritual beings. And that experience in of itself leads to a spiritual growth. Each time you sit down with your crystal with that intention, you are growing spiritually. Now in your life, spiritual growth comes from uncovering, seeing, and experiencing things, yourself, in new ways. Spiritual growth comes from shadow work, going into the the depths of your being, the parts of you that you don't want to look at, that you don't want to bring to the surface, that you have pushed away. We always grow spiritually when we reclaim those lost parts of ourself. We gain spiritual growth through life experience, through learning life lessons, right? The ability and willingness to learn. We experience spiritual growth from our own emotional growth, our mental growth, from looking at our triggers, right? That goes with shadow work, but looking at your triggers, what sets you off? If you go a little bit deeper, you always end up growing spiritually as a result. And again, we never know before going through it what the outcome will be, yet every time we do, we're always grateful we did for going through it because of the feeling that we get on the other side, right? Greater expansion. We know the the relief that comes when we let go of an outdated belief or we step into a new spiritual belief or understanding. It influences us in such powerful ways. And again, ones that we can acknowledge, but also in ways that we could never and will never know fully because it's translating at such a fast frequency and into so many different subtle aspects of our life, right? Influencing our present and most importantly than our future self, but also influencing our past self. So when we talk about crystal energy and we talk about the celestial realm and we talk about this communication, it's moving through time and space, but moving throughout to bring healing to our whole timeline, right? That growth occurs in the present for our future, but also for the healing of our past. Now, celestials also have the ability to bring hidden or repressed experiences, held energies, held emotions to the surface. So we, so when working with them, you want to be intentional and ready to work with that which arises, these energies that are calling, that are wanting to be transformed to have a new relationship cultivated with and this all helps in your spiritual growth now also think about it when you're connecting to this kind of energy when you're just connecting to spiritual energy whether it's through crystal work whether it's through a meditation whether it's through a reiki session 
Think about every time you've had one of those experiences. How in maybe five minutes, 10 minutes, an hour, how much is able to shift and change, right? And those experiences are helping you to grow spiritually and in a rapid way. And that is what celestial crystals bring forth. They also are here to support us during that process, right? Because as we all know, when we do embark intentionally on this growth, this transformation, it can be faced with a lot of growing pains. And working with the celestials can help us as we are growing and navigating this new territory, right? Stepping out of the old shoes, the old paradigms, the old ways of thinking and being, and into the new. That in-between period, we can really serve from having an energy of support and acceptance. And the other beautiful thing is that they know exactly what you need, exactly what lessons, what energies need to be revealed to help with your growth right then and there when you are working with them. And it will bring that energy forth to you and for you at the pace that is in best service of your highest good. Now, one of the cool thing about Alessials, along with its rapid growth rate, the actual face of the crystal has, I called it a code, or some call it, um, the, or say it looks like an alligator print, um, but it's it's got these etchings and markings all over the face of it that you can feel with your hand and that you can see with your eyes. And I like to think of these etchings as the access to this light language, this cosmic language. And so when we're sitting with the celestials, we can even rub our hands on these etchings and it can bring us directly into that frequency or that energy to start to open us up to this more galactic language. And this language involves using your inner senses, right? Not just the outward, but the inward listening, the inward seeing, the inward feeling and helping you to break free of those physical constraints or the need to logically know, which in turn brings you in deep in connection to your own spiritual self, which then translates onto the spirit of a crystal or the spirit of a being or a realm held in the celestial realm. This light language is truly celestial, right? It's galactic, it's angelic, it's ancient, it's futuristic. Think about it. When, you know, there are a lot of channels psychic channels and you are one of them we are we all have the ability to channel again it's just the uh, the beliefs or the veils that are potentially getting in the way of that but many of these channels are talking and communicating to celestial beings that are in the future 200 years in the future 500 years in the future even future versions of themselves even past versions of themselves. 
just let your mind try to wrap yourself around that. That's why we can too talk to ancient beings. It's fascinating. And especially the extra dimensional beings or the extraterrestrial beings. They are living in the future, but we can still communicate with them, right? As we know, certain planets are X amount of light years away. However, they, being where they are in the future, are so advanced and actually less dense, so they can communicate back to us it really easily because they're not limited by the density. And it's important to note that this isn't a brain-to-brain communication or intellect-to-logic. It's heart-to-heart, spirit-to-spirit. And this language is incredibly healing because it's speaking to us on a molecular level, a cellular level, an energetic level that is in turn affecting our body, mind, and emotions. It's these higher dimensional frequencies that are actually speaking directly to our DNA and again to our unique energetic blueprint. So the last energy that I'd like to touch upon coming from the celestial crystals is that they're helping us work with any fears that we have in regards to opening these doors to the celestial realm. Personally, I know that when I first started communicating to my angels, at first the thought freaked me out and I would, you know, I would be laying there in bed and very timidly be calling upon their presence because I was actually scared about what was going to show up when I did this. And you might feel the same, but for some of us too, we could have had some sort of religious upbringing that, you know, anything other than God, right, was considered a negative or bad energy. Or maybe you're scared about leaving your body or you're scared about how what meaning you've given to these other beings or what that means about you. So they can help us address the fears that we have working with the crystal so that we can eventually build towards opening ourselves to this intentional communication with the celestial realm and celestial being, or even fears whether or not you're calling in a particular being or opening yourself up to connect to a celestial being, it might just be that you allow your meditations to take you to someplace new in the celestial realm, to a different dimension, to a, you know a different place in the galactic universe. So address why what would scare me about going there and know that you can work through those fears and they can help to create not only that trust but a feeling of sacred space a reminder that you are always connected to mother earth to your body whatever it is that you need to kind of feel address and work on or work through to get you into a place where you feel comfortable and open to this kind of experience okay so how do we communicate 
or work with the celestial crystal. So I talked about sitting with it, you know, connecting to your inner senses, letting your hands, you know, rub along the etchings. We have the that foundation. But here's a few other tips. One being the just personal acknowledgement that we are all channels. We all have this ability. It is not just for the crystal healer, not just for the psychic, not just for the, you know, the Reiki practitioner. We all are intuitive, spiritual channels because we are intuitive, spiritual beings innately. And we all have the ability through our inner intention to shift our inner vibration and to even raise our inner vibration that is more so in a resonance to tune into the frequencies of this light language and working with the celestial crystals help to bring our frequency up to that of the crystal which helps to then attune or be more in alignment with the resonant frequencies of the beings in the celestial realm. My other tip for working with celestials is to just notice where in your mind you are projecting an experience or an expectation on on whatever information is going to come through. So if you are calling upon or desiring to connect with Archangel Michael, or you're just opening yourself up to connecting to your angels, do you project an image or how you think that they're supposed to show up for you rather than just allowing for it to come through and knowing that it's going to come through in a very unique and personal way. Again, it might come through via color, via feeling, via you know a, a particular image. And knowing that you don't have to identify everything or give everything meaning, letting go of your mind's need to know. So to work with your celestial crystal, first and foremost, you want to make sure that you are in a space that is safe, that is free of distraction, where you feel grounded. And then you want to set your intention. Intention is so key with working with crystals. Then letting your breath become a point of focus as that is the bridge between your body, mind, and spirit. Getting into your heart space, right? So shifting from your head energetically into your heart, feeling into your heart, knowing that that is your, your conduit, that's your frequency of communication. And then allowing rather than trying. Just allowing for whatever wants to come through to come through. And trusting that the energy that is coming through is for your highest good. No matter how you are interpreting or observing the experience. Because you just might feel an overall deep peace. Or you might go into an experience of the past. Or you might feel like you're being projected into the future or to another planet. You just have to be open and willing to observe what arises rather than let the mind keep putting its expectations on 
this beautiful personal experience that is available to you right now. So truly, I could talk about these crystals all day and I could talk about them in a new way every day because we are constantly growing and changing and our energy is different on a daily basis. And the way that the crystal's energy is going to be communicating to us and through us and what it's opening us up to will be different, right? That's what keeps it so exciting and allows for the energy to really show up for us in this authentic way rather than always reading or learning about a crystal's metaphysical healing properties and even projecting those as an expectation onto the crystal. These crystals are going to open us all up in ways that are best serving for us at that time. Now, even the most exciting, you know, spiritual experiences that I've had or the most, in my mind, the most profound communication experiences that I've had with angels, guides, extra dimensionals, I've had, once you've had the experience, you can't expect that they're just going to keep happening the same way over and over. That's just not how it works. It's just about being in the moment, allowing, trusting in what arises, and knowing that that was there, again, to serve your highest good. And then truly appreciate it and know that you can tap into those experiences at any time, but not to put out an expectation that they're supposed to be happening in the same way every day. So let yourself have fun with it. Meet yourself exactly where you are. And thank you all so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Honor Your Aura podcast. If you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did, please leave a review and share with your friends because I want you to be the start of the ripple that allows others to honor and empower the energy that lies within.